My entitled downstairs neighbor bangs on her ceiling anytime we walk around, claiming that we're making noise on purpose and that we're trying to intentionally ruin her life. Things got so bad that she threatened me and my boyfriend, forcing us to call the cops to intervene just to fix this situation. And needless to say, we are hoping to get a better apartment in the future because we are sick and tired of this crazy Karen. Here's what happened. So my boyfriend and I moved into a new apartment in August. It's older, so the floors are super creaky. And according to our lease, we're obligated to cover 90% of any room with carpet, except for the bathroom or the kitchen, just to try and help with the noise. It turned out our apartment was previously managed as a dorm by a local college, so the floors already have a layer of super thin, awful carpet. We also laid down more rugs to help with the noise cancellation. Our downstairs neighbor moves in about a month later, and within a month of that, starts banging on her ceiling when we get too rowdy. The first couple of times, it happened super late in the living room. We were moving around after midnight the first time and later she came to talk to us and asked us to keep it down at night which is like, okay, sure, fair enough. The next time was when we walked in from the airport at 10 o'clock at night. She came up, banged on the door and talked over my explanation. I told her I was sorry and I asked when she was hearing the noise, assuming it was just my cat running around at night. But no, she tells me that she knows it's not the cat, she knows it's us and she doesn't live alone, which again Again, okay, but whatever. So we started to go to bed earlier as we settled into the apartment and our jobs. But the banging only continued. For months, she would hit our ceiling whenever we walked around. Going to bed at 10 o'clock, bang, she would hit the ceiling. Waking up for 5.30 for work, she would do the same thing. Even if you sat on the couch but you decided you wanted some snacks, she would still hit the ceiling. Around Christmas time, she comes to our door again. My boyfriend answered and this time I recorded and I'm so glad I did. This woman came up and looked my boyfriend in the eye and said, You have to stop following me. My boyfriend says, What are you talking about? She looks at him and says, I know it's not the cat or the dog or your girlfriend because I know your footsteps. I don't know how you figured it out, but you figured out how to listen to where I am and you're following me around my apartment and I'm sick of it. My boyfriend calmly responded that she sounds crazy and that we straight up don't care about her. She then told us that she doesn't live alone. So we're thinking, Cool, she's practically insane whatever. The banging continued with us stomping every time we heard it. She didn't like that, but it made it more fun. We had already explained the situation to our landlord, and they were thankfully on our side. But things only got weirder as this lady went from crazy to absolutely insane. Now fast forward, and our town was the first in the United States to be locked down under quarantine. So for the first few days, the banging gradually increased until one day this woman lost her mind. I will admit that we are early risers on the weekends. On this particular Sunday, we ended up waking up super early, but not doing much for the next few hours. We drank some coffee and sat on the couch until 11 o'clock. At that point, we decided to get up and clean the apartment. And that's when homegirl absolutely lost her mind. She had to be running from one end of her apartment to the other. She's banging her ceiling so hard that I'm convinced she's damaging it. At one point, I hear what sounds like muffled yelling after she followed me into the bedroom. We had plans that day so we just ignored her. We finished cleaning and we started to leave. She must have been waiting for us to leave because for the first time ever, she walked out of her apartment right as we go to her landing. I was holding the dog while waiting for my boyfriend to come down and as she starts to descend down the stairs, of course, she decides to turn around and say something. She says to me, tell your boyfriend to cut it out. I look at her and say, cut out what? Walking around? You're hitting the ceiling because of me and the dog moving, not him. This crazy character 
Karen continues to spew some of this garbage at me all the way up until my boyfriend gets down to me. She proceeded to stay exactly three steps ahead of my boyfriend, slowing us all the way down the stairs. She tried to block us going out the door at the bottom, but backed off when we just didn't stop. She's continuing to yell at him all the way to the parking lot. Between myself and my boyfriend, he's typically the hot-headed one, while I'm typically the calm one. Amazingly, he kept his calm the entire time, calling her a crazy lady and ignoring her as we walked past her and her car to the dumpster. As I passed her car, she decided to continue talking to me, and I was just so angry not to engage. The entitled Karen said, I'm serious, it's done. I say, okay, what do you want us to do, crawl around? I already told you we have a 60-pound dog, and we're all just walking around. This crazy entitled Karen then said over top of my talking that I need to remember that she doesn't live alone. But I look at her and I say, okay, stupid, well, neither do I. Do you see my boyfriend over there? Like, what's your point? By the way, that's the third or fourth time you've said that, and that could be taken as a threat. This crazy Karen then says, you think it's a threat? Fine, it is. And at this point, I looked at her and I said, okay, well, I'm going to call the cops, with her saying that she would do the same. So we both call the cops and they pull up. They talk to her first and then they come talk to us. I don't know what she told them, but when they come talk to us, I told them everything she had said and done for the past six months. The officer explained that it was a civil matter and that it would have to be dealt with by the landlord, but ensured us that they explained to her that it is perfectly acceptable to walk around your apartment at 11 o'clock on a Sunday. They also told her not to knock on our door ever again and that she's not allowed to bang on our floor over footsteps at any point. For a couple of nights, she got back at us by banging at 1.30 in the morning just to try and wake us up. We had already reached out to our landlord again and at this point, he told us that he'd see what her problem is. But that's still not the last of his troubles with her though. We ended up talking to the people that live below her and telling them about the banging. It turns out they've heard it this entire time and had no idea what it was. Now that they know, they've also reported her to the landlord. The banging has stopped and we don't expect her lease to be renewed. And you know what? Hopefully we end up in a better apartment in the next couple of months. Yeah, that entitled crazy downstairs neighbor honestly had this coming. She tried to pull the power play of banging on the ceiling to try and get you to shut up. But in all actuality, you're not even doing anything wrong. You're just walking around your apartment. Like seriously, this Karen is completely out of line. And I think it was a really good idea to get the cops involved. This lady's crazy. She's waking you up at 1.30 in the morning. She's banging the top of her ceiling anytime any noise happens. Like seriously, if you're going to live in an apartment, there's going to be noises that you probably don't like. But sometimes you need to just learn to live with it, even if you don't like it. So good for you for standing your ground and hopefully you do find a better house to live in because I would hate for this lady's lease to get renewed and for you to be stuck with her all over again. That sounds like a nightmare and that is not something I would ever want to deal with. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also follow Am I the Jerk on Instagram and Twitter to see all the stories that couldn't make it into the videos. An entitled Karen writes a bad review after we kept our store 20 minutes open after closing just to accommodate her and get her kids out of our store. Here's what happened. So for a bit of background, I work at a buy, sell, trade toy store that has new and used toys. We also have a build station where kids can build minifigures. The store is located in a mall. So a woman with five or so kids came in on Sunday and were wanting to make their own minifigures as well as look around the store. My coworker and I were more than happy to help them and they all wanted to build their own figures. We waited patiently. Then about 10 minutes before closing time, we let them know that they
only had 10 more minutes before we had to start closing procedures. As a side note, there is one day a week where this mall closes early, which means the store closes early as well. They all said that was great, and my coworker and I went ahead and started cleaning up other areas of the store. After 10 minutes, we let them know that we would have to start closing down the store, and we would start ringing them up if they wanted. The woman started to get extremely huffy and asked why we were rushing them out. I explained that our store wasn't allowed to be open longer than the mall was, and that all store employees were supposed to be out at most an hour after closing. We told her she could let her kids finish their figures and that we could give her 10 minutes to do so. When the 10 minutes were up, I went over to let her know. We had another conversation about why she couldn't stay longer, which turned into a five-minute argument where I was trying to stay calm and she was getting more and more aggressive. So I told her she could either check out now or we would have to close. She got extremely angry and had all of her children put all their items into the minifigure making area and they stormed out. We ended up staying another 20 minutes to clean up after them and finish our procedures. The next day, my manager showed me the review she had made. Here's what it said, basically paraphrased. We went in with my kids, unaware that they were closing early. They had a minifigure table, so I let my kids build some. They didn't let us finish or pay. Instead, they kicked us out and made us take apart our figures. The kids were super sad because we drove out of town to make them. I am extremely unhappy with the rude employees. My coworker and I explained what happened, and my manager watched the footage on our CCTV. And thankfully, after all of that, we did not get in any trouble. What an absolute jerk. First off, you came in right at the end of closing. It's literally the end of the day, and you seriously don't know that, hey, maybe we gotta leave? Like, that's just honestly lazy and really negligent on this lady's part. This is not the original poster's fault in the slightest. They were literally just trying to do their job and get this lady out the store so they could all go home. Like, if the mall's closing, then guess what? You gotta go. These people can't keep the store open just for you and your spoiled kids. So thankfully your manager believed you because if they had not believed you and they somehow pinned this bad review on you, I think personally if I was in your shoes, I would have been looking for another job because dealing with an entitled Karen like that is the absolute worst. But possibly getting blamed for something that you didn't do would probably be way worse in my opinion. I found out that my wife has a secret bank account that she's been moving money from our joint bank account over to this account and I'm really confused and I don't know what's going on. Okay, to set the scene, I've been married to my wife for 10 years and we have two boys, one that's 6 years old and one that's 10 years old. I work full time and my wife is a stay-at-home mom. Our eldest boy is in school and our youngest is at home with her during the day. Financially, we do okay. There's no issues putting food on the table and paying bills, but we're not going on overseas holidays every year. Last night, I was looking at our joint bank account on the internet and I noticed an unexpected transfer of about 100 bucks. I thought that this was odd and I looked through the transaction history and I saw that there's quite a few transfers to this account. There doesn't appear to be a pattern to the frequency or the amount. I confronted my wife and she eventually admitted that she has a separate bank account that she hasn't told me about. I wasn't happy about this, but what really got me upset was that she refused to show me the account on the internet as I wanted to see how much was in it and what purchases she had made. I called her a liar and untrustworthy, which I probably shouldn't have done in the moment. I went to bed without talking to her again. I got up early this morning to go to the gym while she was asleep, which is normal for a Saturday. I went through her wallet and I found her bank card. On the way home from the gym, I went to the ATM and checked the balance. Thankfully, she uses the same pin for everything and I found out there was only a few hundred dollars in the account. The ATM only provides the balance and doesn't show past 
past transactions. This seemed to stack up because I would have noticed money missing from our joint bank account if she had saved up thousands of dollars. She also hasn't made any unexplained expensive purchases. No new jewelry or expensive clothing. Sometimes there would be something new in the house like a pot of plant or a new toy for the boys, which I didn't notice was purchased from our account. But I just figured she must have bought it when she went out grocery shopping or something like that. What I can't work out is why she refused to show me the internet banking details. I feel like she's really trying to hide something, but I can't work out what it could possibly be. And I guess this is honestly my main question. Could it be that she simply prefers to have some independence or could it be something more serious? What should I do? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First off, I don't think it was really appropriate to be looking through her bank account. Like, honestly, that seems really controlling, and that doesn't seem right in my opinion. I understand you're trying to get to the bottom of this and try to figure out what's going on, but at the end of the day, that's not your bank account, regardless of if she's putting money in there from your joint bank account. And checking that bank account without her permission is a huge violation of trust. And this kind of leads me to believe that maybe you're doing something that is really controlling and is inappropriate in your life together. I mean, the way you're acting is kind of leading me to believe that maybe you're really controlling with your money and this is the only way she can have any kind of money for her own to spend on what she wants. Now don't get me wrong the fact that she's taking money out of the joint bank account and putting it in this secret bank account is a little weird in my opinion but I think overall if you just speak with each other and talk about what's going on in your relationship you can hopefully get to the bottom of this but either way I think you really need to tell her that you did look through the bank account and you know exactly how much is in there because otherwise this is only going to cause problems in the future. And hopefully, the both of you can figure this out. Am I the jerk for putting an outside lock on my bathroom just to prevent my wife from using it? Here's what happened. My wife and I bought a house together about six months ago. This is our first time living together. Our house is an old American house that has been reformed many times. As a consequence of this, it has a silly layout where there are two bathrooms right next to each other that share the same wall. When we went ahead and bought it, we made an agreement 
agreement that I take the bathroom on the left with a shower and she would take the bathroom on the right with a bathtub. Hers is much more spacious than mine. I soon learned that my wife preferred to use my bathroom, but only to go number two. She would go number one or take a bath and do her makeup in her own bathroom. But when the time comes to have a number two situation, she only wants to use my toilet. Now, I usually wouldn't mind this, but the issue is is that she sits for far too long on the seat, which leaves streaks in the bowl virtually every time she goes. I first tried approaching this civilly by asking why she used my bathroom. She gave me a vague answer about preferring it. Then I asked if she could at least sit back a bit more. She said it was none of my concern how she sat on the toilet. I offered to change bathrooms with her, to which she said no thanks. Then I asked her to stop using it, and she said it was her house too, so she should be allowed to go wherever she wants. I'm honestly tired of opening the toilet lid and seeing a number two in the bowl. The day before yesterday, I installed a lock on the door that I could open with a key. At first, she didn't seem to take the hint. She asked me for a key to the bathroom, to which I said no. Then, as she really had to go, she started to panic and asked me again and again to open it. I told her that she has a perfectly good toilet in her bathroom. She finally relented, but came out of the bathroom extremely upset with me. She's been ticked off ever since and demanding that I remove the lock. Now, was I out of line here? Am I the jerk in this situation? What should I do? Honestly, this story is insane to me because your wife is literally destroying that toilet and not flushing it. That part in and of itself is like, what is happening right now? Are you serious? Are you really going to do that to someone else's toilet and then not have the decency of cleaning up after yourself? Like, seriously, if you guys want to have some kind of deal about who uses what bathroom, like, go for it. You could do whatever you want, but at least have the common courtesy of cleaning up after yourself. That is straight up disgusting, and I can't believe she's not taking that seriously. Because seriously, just imagine how she would react if you started doing the exact same thing to her bathroom. I'm pretty sure her safe space for baths or whatever she wants to do would suddenly become very disgusting very quickly. Like, honestly, that is so gross. And she's only going to your bathroom because she doesn't want to destroy her bathroom. So honestly, if this was the situation I was in, I would not hesitate to put a lock on that bathroom either. She is seriously being weird about this and incredibly selfish. And I don't blame you considering the extenuating circumstances. Am I the jerk for not wanting to eat dinner with my coworkers at a conference since I made plans to eat with my wife over video call? Here's what happened. I'm a 47-year-old male and unfortunately, I was roped into going to a work conference recently. I'm a remote worker, but sadly, I was told that I needed to attend a conference that many of my coworkers go to each year due to how integral my duties were to this year's presentation. Now, I am not buddy-buddy with any of my coworkers or my boss, but I am professional with them. This was the first conference I had ever been to, so I did not realize how much these things consume the entirety of the time spent there. The first three nights of the conference there were different dinners I had to attend after typical work hours, and when over eight hours had been spent doing work-related things at the conference already. Now, I don't really mind attending the actual conference that much. What I mind is the expectation that I spend any more time than necessary with my colleagues. In my opinion, if I've spent from 8.30 in the morning until 5 o'clock at night at the work conference with co-workers, attending work-related sessions, and giving a work-related presentation, anything past 5 o'clock means that I'm no longer at work. I was already rather peeved that this was not the expectation at the start, but I was at least informed of these three different formal scheduled dinners once the conference schedule was released. The fourth and final night of the conference, I expected would be completely mine because there was no conference-wide scheduled dinner. 
her. As such, the night before when I called my wife, I asked her if she wanted to eat dinner together, and we would do this through a video call. We would eat together, spend as many hours as possible chatting, all before going to bed. And when I asked her this, she said that that would be lovely. We made plans to call at 7 o'clock our time, and I was really looking forward to it, as obviously I love her and I love her company. Well, unfortunately, at lunch on the final day of the conference, my co-workers and my boss mentioned going to a specific restaurant. They asked if I was excited to go, and I said I was not going, but I hoped they would enjoy themselves. They acted like I smacked them in the face and asked me what I meant. I told them I had made plans to call my wife and eat dinner with her. I was then informed that apparently there is some kind of tradition of all of my co-workers eating dinner together on the last night. I said that I wasn't informed of that, and we had already eaten dinner together every other night, but I hope that they enjoyed themselves nonetheless. My boss then said it was something I had to attend. Then some of my co-workers agreed and said it was an important part of the conference. I told my boss and my co-workers that it was outside of my work hours. It was unpaid and it was not scheduled. Plus, I prefer my wife's company over theirs, so I was not going. They then told me that I was being rude and I was being a jerk and that I should have expected that we would all dine together on the final night. I said that that was ridiculous, but my boss implied that not attending would have repercussions. So I called my wife and apologized to her and sadly attended this stupid dinner. So am I the jerk for not wanting to eat with my co-workers? No, you are not the jerk and honestly, if I was in your shoes, I would have dared that guy to try and fire me or in some kind of way retaliate against me for not going to dinner. Like seriously, I would just go straight to HR if he tried that on me. Because that absolutely is going to violate so many laws it's not even funny. You're not on the clock. You're not obligated to go to this dinner. Your boss literally just made a veiled threat against your job and that is completely inappropriate. Like that is not okay. I totally understand you going to not try and rock the boat but this is a good indication that these are not good co-workers and this is absolutely not a boss you want to stick around with because what that guy did is not okay. He cannot threaten your job all because you want to spend time with your wife. And by the way, that sounded like a really cute date with your wife. That would have been a lot of fun to sit in your hotel and have a video call where the both of you eat together and your co-workers and your boss just completely ruined that. So you seriously deserve a better working environment than this because what your boss said is unacceptable and he had no right to threaten your job like that. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.